This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Anastasia and Warren. Four minutes past four, 15 degrees in Melbourne. How are you, Anastasia? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good, thank you. Good afternoon, <laughs> Melbourne. Yes, we are in Melbourne, actually, aren't now, we? Do you realise, uh, we've got to say thank you to Peter. He did a fantastic job. Well, he did a afternoon. fantastic job at plugging us. I know. <laughs> now we've got stop to, every song. Now we've, got <laughs> to, now we've got to live up to this live reputation. Up to plug. So we hope we don't disappoint you anyway. Oh, we're not going to disappoint anyone. Weather bears. Do you realise yeah. we started on... <laughs> Drive. How many years ago was it? Two years ago. Two years ago. I mean, we haven't done Drive since. I know. So this is completely new. It is completely it's like new. We're starting you you seem nervous a little bit. No, not at no. all. <laughs> <laughs> completely relaxed. So glad to see you. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> You've been on holidays. You've been on holidays. Oh, I've so been on holidays. I've been gone away for a month, darling. I know. It feels you were... like I've never been gone. So when you, before you were going, you said to me, oh, I'm going to go away for a week. Yeah. And yeah. then a month, like, I'm extending. A month, like, I know. Should I extend? Yeah. Should I not but extend? But you know what? The last three days of Bali, I couldn't wait to get home. So it was kind of like, yeah, I was ready to come home. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> How did you know you were ready? I checked into a really crappy hotel. To start with? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is a sign. I've got to get back home immediately. I actually want to hear about Bali coming up because mm. I went there and mm. it was a long, long time ago. How long ago? Um, I'm talking <laughs> 90s. Wow. That long ago. Okay. So and when you're about 40. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you because we're, we're all honest with each other. Oh, yeah. I yeah, hated much. the place. Yeah, right. I couldn't stand it. I swore I would never go back. So you've, and people come back and say, oh, it's beautiful, it's lovely. And I reckon I went to the wrong spot or mm. something. You probably did go to the wrong spot because so Bali's a big place. I want to hear that, hear about your holiday. <laughs> so did you just stay in the same spot? I just stay in the same spot <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Plus, we've got some breaking news we're going to talk about next as well, which is oh really my God, exciting breaking stuff. News. Breaking news. Breaking news. Hey, I've got some breaking news for you yeah. um, today. The I love it when you've got breaking Therapeutic news. Therapeutic Goods Administration mm. um, announced today the outcome of its proposal to ban the sale or use or possession of poppers. Poppers? So you might remember in September last year, the TGA mm. published an interim decision recommending to move uh, inhalants onto Schedule 9 of the poison standard, which is where you know drugs like heroin are. And the body which regulates the therapeutic goods in Australia has decided not to ban them outright. This has been announced today. But purchasers are going to need to talk to a pharmacist before obtaining it. Right. So more, <laughs> con- more control. And actually, I think this is a good but thing. But don't you generally have to do that before you get your medication? <laughs> well, yeah, well, generally you do. So they're making it like getting normal medication. Right. But what's more, it's going to be sold in child-proof bottles. Child-proof. So you, can't, so you won't be able to undo it. <laughs> <laughs> basically, that's what it means. They're keeping it from you. No, you mean basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Daniel Readers from the ANU told Gay Star News, we got almost all of what? 
the action group asked for, the decision balances safety and the need for access. <laughs> there you go. So let's let's break it down a little bit. Poppers, you mean poppers like what? What are we talking here? Like those animals. Oh, animals. Yes. So it's become legal. Well, no, no. It's, it's, well, well, it's just going to be... They've removed one that actually can cause you to go blind, which is this thing called isopropyl nitrite. Yeah. So well, that's probably, if you put it in your eyes, that's probably going to happen. <laughs> that wouldn't be very good. And it's just going to be... You have to get it from a pharmacist. Right. That's my reading of it anyway. Wow. And in other good breaking news... Uh-huh. This is good breaking news. I mean, we, recently we've had Taiwan legalise uh, uh, same-sex marriage, which is great. The oh, first Asian country, that. really, to do it. Yeah. Um, well, Hong Kong's... Uh, Court has ruled in favour of a gay couple, which is huge. <gasps> that is sensational. For Hong Kong. Female or male couple? Uh, male couple. Mm. So the court of final appeal in Hong Kong today ruled in favour of a gay senior civil servant suing for spousal benefits for his husband. Wow, that's fantastic. That's right. Angus Lung, an immigration officer, married his husband Scott Adams in New Zealand five years ago. Yeah. And they sued the government in 2015 because the government had refused to recognise his marital status and grant his husband's benefits, such as medical insurance. Wow, I hope they got a fortune. Five judges ruled Hong Kong Civil Service and Inland Revenue Department must recognise the pair as a married couple, which is big, it's significant well, it's for Hong Kong. Yeah. Advocacy group Hong Kong Marriage Equality has since called on the government mm. to implement full recognition of same-sex marriage. So it's a step in the right direction. Absolutely. We're in the step... We're in the... Um, <laughs> You come back from Bali. Yes. What did you think? I absolutely loved it. So I went in the 90s. Right. And I don't know if it's changed since then. So you're then. about 40 then? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my 20s. I went there. Right. And I went there with my best friend at the time. Mm. And we went to. Is it the main section, oh, like Kuda or whatever it was? Yeah. And I hated it. Yeah. I really did. And I, and I thought the Balinese were lovely people. Yep. And, and I enjoyed that. The food was lovely, but the Australians there drove me mad. Well, you know what? I think that's exactly why we hate it. I hated Kuda as well. I think it's because it's filled with a bunch of yobbos, basically. So it still is. Yeah. It's just got a really... It's a, a completely different energy to any other part of Bali. It's just... it's. Overpopulated with a bunch of skips going. Yeah, really, really, and uh, and you know, bintang beer is massive there. I mean, I got onto it. I was on it every day. Bintang, it's called bintang beer. What's bintang beer? It's just the most popular beer. That's all we drink. All you drink in Bali is bintang beer. Right. But just imagine a bunch of rednecks in Kuda sculling bintangs, and it was just hideous. So I can understand why you didn't like it. So where did you go? I went to Kuda. We're going to spend the whole hour listening to the itinerary. And I ended up staying, going to Seminyak. So I left Kuda pretty much straight away because I couldn't stand it. Right. And then ended up in Seminyak for about a week, um, which is very close to Kuda. And again, it's a little bit overpopulated with um, Westerners. But as soon as I left Seminyak and got to Ubud, which is pretty much smack bang in the middle, it was Incredible. So, did you immerse yourself in an area where there's not lots of absolutely? Tourists? Yeah, oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. I was, you know, it was. I was in the middle of the rainforest, and even though it started becoming a little bit touristy, it was still very traditional Balinese. I mean, all the men wore sarongs, and that was hot. Yeah. R- what about the so women? Well, the women just wore their clothes, but the, the, the guys wore sarongs, and I found that incredibly sick. I, I was watching your Instagram mm. feed while you were over there. Yes. Um, I went hard on you Instagram. You put so much information yeah. in your story. I was very it? inspired because I was in another country. It was fa- fabulous, yeah. to, really fabulous to see. <laughs> but there was someone making you drinks, I noticed, and she mm. looked like she was flirting with you. Mm. I don't know if she was or not, but it, just from the... 
from the stories you put up? Oh. I'm sure it was drinks or smoothies or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This woman, Annie, who owned a beautiful warung, which is called, is basically a restaurant. And, yeah, she was really, really beautiful. So just between was, you and I, mm. it's just us. No one's listening. Of course. <laughs> Did anything happen? No, no. She's married with two children. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a, a really uncomfortable feeling between us both. I think she kind of cottoned on that I was attracted to her, but I don't think she could kind of register that because it was really... I mean, I didn't come out as a gay woman in Bali the whole time. I was completely straight for the month. <laughs> but I you had fun. Oh, I had a ball. It was did, fantastic. Did any monkeys chase you? No monkeys. Nothing I, got, I only got with one. <laughs> <laughs> Anastasia and Warren for the drive you, I home. I feel messed up every time I'm with you. I can't get... In a good way, though. You make me laugh so, so much. I can't get the visual of you and a monkey out of my mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. A you... monkey in a sarong, me pashing it. Oh, my Can you imagine? I... Well, that's the problem I am imagining. <laughs> Anastasia just came back from, from Bali. And I haven't caught up with her, so I'm finding out yeah, what's we're happened. Yeah, catching up on air, which is on such air. A, How fantastic is that that we have an opportunity to catch up on air and share our experiences it's with... such a privilege. <laughs> it's really good. But You're just laughing got, at me. I've, you don't take me seriously I've got to admire you, though, mm, because... That I got with a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> because I had one pee on me in Bali when I was no there. Way. But yeah. No wonder you've got oh, a baby. I cute monkey, and then all of a sudden oh, it was warm. Oh, that's just. <laughs> but anyway, before you went overseas, right? Yeah. I admire you because I couldn't do this. You mm. uprooted everything. Uprooted everything. So you yeah. was made redundant and sold off all your sold belongings. off all my furniture. Ended my lease. Parked your car in some stranger's driveway. <laughs> Parked my car in my neighbour's driveway and in said, just take care of it. <laughs> Did you leave Stored a couple of things in the store in where I used to live. No one knows about it. Only my neighbour said, just be our little secret. <laughs> what a great neighbour. I know, great neighbour. So you uprooted yourself, which is great, but you've come back. I've come back. Haven't seen you. Yes. Did you go back to the place? Did no, you well, I, I don't have a place. I was homeless up until about three days ago. I got onto Airbnb. And there was a monkey? And found, there was a monkey. <laughs> 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 and I said, oh, my God, this is true love. <laughs> no, but just basically booked a place in um, very close to where I used to live in St Kilda and um, booked two nights and went, okay, great. I'll, I turned up on Monday night and met the guy that I'm staying with at the supermarket at nice. 10 in the evening. Really, really lovely. But he forgot to mention one minor detail. What's that? He's deaf. Oh. He's completely deaf. Now, the ironic and the hilarious thing about it is is that I was doing a lot of sign language in Bali, so I had a lot of practice because a lot of people that I was speaking to in Ubud had no uh, no English. They couldn't speak English. So oh. we were, I was talking a lot with so my So you hands. invented your own sign language? I invented my own sign language. So when I turned up and he's like, I'm talking to him, he's looking at me like I've got ten heads. And then he's like, I'm deaf. I'm deaf. And I'm like, oh, my God. Then he started charging ahead of me, to, like, showing me where he lives right. and I'm screaming wait for me and realised he you can't hear you. <laughs> but what an opportunity to be sharing with someone who's Do deaf. you know what? Do you know what's really interesting? I've been there for two days. Um, we finally had a conversation today. We spent some quality time together in the kitchen today mm. and you know what? It was really adorable. He is so cute. It's really nice to be able to sign language. It's different because you're expressing yourself through we laughed so much just by... Sign language. How beautiful. It was really nice and he's really, really lovely. And the place is stunning. The guy's got so much style. One of my closest friends when I was coming out was um, deaf. And mm. unfortunately, he's, he's no longer alive, but he was deaf. Um, and we used to have great conversations and I, I didn't know how to do sign language. Yeah. But, but after over a few years, I 
I don't know, we just developed this communication yeah. style. And it was just... Yeah, sometimes you don't need to... It was to, just easier yeah, to communicate. Sometimes you just don't need to speak to communicate, right? Yeah. There's other forms. And I could kind of tell, like, when I left today, he kind of patted me on the back with a, a really beautiful smile, basically just saying to me, don't worry, because I was saying, look, I'll pay ahead and this and the other. Mm. And he was just... It was really endearing. It was actually really beautiful. So I'm in a really good place. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. Yeah, so we'll thank have to, you all. So we'll have to send you back to Bali when you... <laughs> So it's going to leave your shiny yellow key on the doorstep And start burning up your tires and take your coat I guess And the shirt right off my back, I don't mind Cause I'm gonna set this house on
Hey, we outside. got an SMS in from the gorgeous Julie from Cheltenham. She's loving hearing hey, us back on the airwaves. And also from Ange, thank you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, only two SMSs. <laughs> People are busy. <laughs> Let's rationalise it. Here I am before we go, we go on air. Oh, my God, everyone loves us. We're so popular. <laughs> Two SMSs. We miss you. Yeah, Anastasia, hey, serious yes, topic. To so mm. I had to pick my God kids up from school. Oh, yeah. And I was standing there and someone came up and went, excuse me, <laughs> what are you doing? And I got really paranoid. Yeah. And I was genuinely picking. You weren't lurking? <laughs> no, I wasn't lurking at all. I was, are you sure? <laughs> I was picking them up and, and I got really paranoid. Oh, my goodness. And then it got me thinking and everything was fine. It got me thinking, oh, my goodness, how bad is it mm. that, you know, we're in such a situation where... That you're feeling, yeah. You're feeling um, uncomfortable. Absolutely. Doing ordinary so adult things. Child, adult child. Un- un- adult really, chi- really uncomfortable. Yeah. When you were in Bali... Yeah. You on your Instagram posted a few uh, stories mm. where you were standing outside a school. Oh yeah, I got obsessed with the, the local school there, and it was lovely. And I was watching the kids' reaction, and they were excited. Oh, they were and, loving it. I was and they a ball were with it. absolutely loving it. And it just made me think. <laughs> I actually asked them now. Just thinking about this, I actually asked them if I could play with them. I mean, now imagine yes, I, I heard that. you imagine say I did that. that in Australia. Imagine I did that That's here right. in Melbourne. You'd be. I'd be locked up. You'd right be locked now. up. <laughs> I mean, and I was, and they were saying, "No, you can't play with us." Because, and I was like, "Why?" I was questioning. Them. I was challenging them, and they were killing themselves laughing because you're you're old. And I'm like, "Well, how old do you think I am?" You're and they're old. like, 18. And I was like, "Well, no, I'm actually 20." You know. And it was, I had a ball with them. But the interesting thing is, I did initially feel uncomfortable when I was because I felt like I was lurking around. He do, do feel, I was looking around a little bit too, and I guess we've had it drummed into us now. Don't talk to strangers, and yes. there's some good reason well, behind that. Yeah, but have we gone too far? I where think it's, we've gone too far. We're too guarded. We're too guarded. You can't. You shouldn't talk to anyone. Yeah, and we just completely. We've shut been down. indoctrinated with fear, and what I've realised is, I had an epiphany when I was travelling. I thought, okay, maybe that applies as a child to some point, but as a as an adult. It's the opposite. Talk to every stranger that you can because my whole trip of a month, I met so many people by actually talking to strangers. You know where it's else? It's all about connecting, right? Absolutely. You know elsewhere I've noticed? Doing things like simple dog walk. I always say hello to other people walking their Absolutely. dogs. I always say hello. And I notice some people just don't. Yeah. They just... Well, they're just guarded. They're just guarded. And I think, well, we're just saying hello. Yeah. It even happened this afternoon. I was taking my dog for a walk and someone just sort of grunted back. Absolutely. I, I mean, I remember I was at the supermarket the other day and I just smiled at somebody and they're looking at me like, what do you want from me? You've got two me? heads. Yeah, like I've got five heads because they're just, they're, they're trying to work out what do you, why are you being nice to me? And it's it's really interesting, but, but in Bali it was so different and it was really refreshing. People welcomed welcomed it. The conversation. Yeah, they really did. So it was really nice. Because I suppose... So talk to strangers. Talk to strangers. But even I think going to the supermarket, like you said, mm. you can even get out of the supermarket now by not talking to anyone. Oh, absolutely. By paying at one of those automatic checkouts. So yeah. even that, not that you're going to go there for your social life, yeah. but that's interaction. Yeah. And are we de-skilling ourselves well, we in are, our, our ability to talk We're to people? down, yeah. I can't talk to you anymore, Anastasia. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, I'm on my phone, thank <laughs> you. <I've had> enough. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I did actually miss you. You, know, you know, I've got to say this quickly, though. I missed you. A lot of people were saying to me, oh, my God, I really miss you, I really miss you, like texting me while I was away. And to be honest, I didn't miss anybody. It was only <laughs> the last few days that I missed people. But, but you're on holidays. I was just pretending that I, I felt the same way. But I did think about you because Bali, you know how you've got that hand wash shower thing in your toilet? <laughs> 
Yes. Which I, I'm still puzzled why you've got it. I was like, I remember coming over the first so time you, thinking, you, you oh, missed, my God, this guy's got you, a you think, of, you think of me because of that. Yeah, like, who has a hand wash showery thing attached to their toilet? Like... And I man. bet they were everywhere over there. They were everywhere. See, they're common. Yeah, but why are they there? Like, I still haven't figured it out, but they were very handy. Probably because it's predominantly a Muslim country. Yeah, but anyway, oh, yeah, that's a good point. But you know what was really interesting? So I was walking down the street, and I wasn't expecting this, but I got my womanlies, right, which is the monthly thing, right? Right. And I was wearing, like, a long kind of, well, a dress dress kind of thing, right? Mm. And I leaked because so, <gasps> I wasn't expecting it. And there was just... Yeah, as you can imagine. There was, I'm going to say it. There's no shame. I'm a woman. No. There was blood all over my dress. Oh, my I'm goodness. Like, oh, my God. I've just gotten my period in Bali. Or what do I do? No tampons. Nothing, right? So, what do you do? Oh, my God. I actually didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't have undies on oh either. So, I'm like walking down the street going, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Right. And I've got my hand up there going, oh, my God, trying to keep it all together. Now, it's leaked through. There's blood everywhere. Right. I was thinking, what am I going to do? So, I had to scrunch up my dress. I walked into this fancy place and said, can I use your toilet? And they went, yeah, okay. Thankfully, they didn't look, or maybe they did. Got straight into the toilet and washed my dress. Oh, using the sea? Using that using hand the spray thing. thing. And How I thought, handy oh my are God, they? I was so anxious. My face was red. I was so embarrassed. Walked out there with a drenched dress. I would have been thinking, what is wrong with this woman? <laughs> but it was really, really handy. But you know what really pissed me off, Warren? What? Tampons are 10 bucks, right? They're 10,000 rupiah. Right. Right. Condoms are 2,000 rupiah. So it didn't matter where I went to a supermarket or a convenience store, 10 bucks for tampons, 2 bucks for condoms. That's outrageous. Can you believe that? That's outrageous. How ridiculous is that? Maybe a lot of people just use the flush guns like you did. <laughs> yeah, no, as a no. Cheaper alternative. Yeah, I, I'm going to write it to I, the government. I think that needs to change. Abs- yeah, absolutely. totally. But you're not the only one who used one of those mm. guns for a different purpose. Yeah. Because there was something on Instagram what recently. Did you use it for no, number I, two? I did. You peed yourself. <laughs> you had a brown stain. No. You, there was someone showering over one. They went to Asia <laughs> because they're in Asian countries. They put their head over and they were watching their hair with it, that, thinking that's what it's for. Oh, my God, that's hysterical. Absolutely. But I think they're fantastic. I know people mm. who won't travel unless they know they're going to a place that's got That's one. got a shower for you. Yeah. I, look, I'll be honest. I, I Honestly, when I first went to your place, I'm not – I mean, I am a little bit ignorant, but I did think it was a, a douche. No. Like, just gay men have it. No, it's just for washing. Right. But and what are you washing? Your, like, <laughs> what, your body? Yeah, no, after you go to the bum. toilet. But why wouldn't you use tissue paper? Why do you need to wash your butt? Because it's cleaner. Oh, wow. It's cleaner. Got it. And then you just dry yourself. So, you wash, your bum. so you wash your bum after you've had a poo. <laughs> yes. So you don't do the toilet paper thing. You do that after. Yeah. That's what they use them for. Wow. They're so good. You just blow my mind. But you know where, where like, if you, you don't... have a clean butt. If you go to Japan, mm. you've got those toilet seats. You know, the ones that are heated. Oh. And they've got the buttons on them and the little machine, little... So they warm your butt Little up. spurt comes out and squirts up and oh, washes you. Oh, how fantastic. And it's warm and the seat's so warm. And when you go... I mean, I go there for ski season, mm. so it's minus 12 degrees mm. outside. And you sit on this toilet and you go, oh, it's just beautiful. That sounds amazing. So wear the odd ones out by not doing it here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's very, just, very true. And when I, I remember when I installed it, my plumber was like, what's this? What mm. do you want that for? And I said, just install the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorant man, just install it. Yeah. But they're really good. So yeah. I'm glad you found a use for them Oh, it was very useful for me. 
no good to be with you, Warren. I love catching up with you on the airwaves. Hey, now listen, where I was staying in um, Bali, mm-hmm. predominantly it was a place called Ubud, and it's like the capital of yoga and meditation, predominantly oh, yoga. How awesome. Right, and I thought about you. Now, funnily enough, I never did yoga once. Didn't you? Funny. I was on the bintangs the whole time. So here's a really beautiful spiritual place where Anastasia's there to heal herself, and I was on the bintangs the whole time. But yoga everywhere. I did, I'm, did yoga in one of the gyms, the gym I go to. Yeah. Yeah. The other day, and I thought I've been doing the hot one there on the oh, weekend, yeah, and it's great. And the the guy who takes it is a you know a traditional yoga teacher, yep. so which is surprising, you know, in a commercial gym. You, yeah, you sure. Know, some some of them aren't. Mm. He's really good, and he's very spiritual. Mm. It's very lovely. And I thought I'm going to do one during the week, and I went and I did one during the week. Because you used to do it every day at one point. Used to do it every day. Mm. Anyway, this guy, I don't know if he was a performer or something, and you mm. do this om, you know, this oh, low yeah. key om, mm. and he this high pitch. <laughs> Opera voice <laughs> came around, oh, like this. And, of course, I got the giggles throughout. I could not stop laughing in the whole thing. So I think it was just completely destroyed any benefit of this yoga class. And you could see That's everyone giggling. Really they were just shocked. <laughs> That's what he did. It was so high pitch. I thought the windows That's were going to break. hilarious. But anyway, he did have a great voice. <laughs> did you do anything spiritual while you were in yoga? I did. I went to the hot water temple. Apparently, you go there to clean, rid yourself of sins. Oh. And you go under you 13 different fountains. <laughs> oh, I was there forever. <laughs> but I went there at 6 o'clock in the morning because I hate doing touristy stuff. Mm-hmm. So I went there at 6 o'clock um, in the morning with a married Balinese couple. No English whatsoever. So we sign language the whole drive there. And um, we went through the temple and I went for a swim and did the whole holy water temple sin-free thing with them. And then we went away and... Hang on, just go back to the temple thing. So, mm. you, so you go in... So you have to... Okay, so this is a thing. The women had to wear a sarong. I had to wear... You have to wear a sarong. So you're right. not allowed to go into the water without a sarong. Right. And um, I went in with the Balinese couple... And um, you just go under the fountain. There's 13 fountains that you go under and you wash your body wow. of sin. And then you drink the water three times every time you go under a different fountain. The drinking water that you're, you're sitting in. You're drinking the water that you're, you're actually swimming in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you pray. So you ask for you a wish. Pray that you I don't 13 get sick. wishes. <laughs> I just get saying, sorry, God. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it I'm sounds really like... sorry I did that. Did you feel better Warren? afterwards? I felt amazing. And then after that, we went and prayed together with a Balinese couple and I nearly got the giggles because you had to, I had to close my eyes. You had to close your eyes. And mm. all I could hear was them in my ear going... <laughs> and then they put... It was really cute, but I had the... Had the giggles. <laughs> Maybe it was nerves. And they, I think it was nerves. And then they put the whole rice thing on my forehead. It was just beautiful. But I did feel like I let go of stuff in Bali. It was really beautiful. I felt like I had already let go of stuff before I went. But it was very healing being there. Did you do any readings or anything? Because a lot of people do. I readings, did. I did. Know. I had a tarot reader. As soon as I arrived, I met him at a rung, uh, which is like a restaurant. Mm. It went so. It was amazing. It blew my mind. Up until a few days ago where I heard him saying the same advice and story to the person sitting next to me. Oh, no. Yeah. It was all crap. Exactly the same. The same. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. 
Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.